um, oh, the days are stupid. They're great. I like them. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. That was a little less uh, enthusiastic than I sometimes am. I'm trying, just just too much phlegm. So I'm trying. So much. Oh man. It's a lot. Between the two of us, one of us is always sick or something, right? Facts. It's um, the apocalypse is coming. Must be. How are you doing, Leslie? I'm okay. How are you? I'm I'm better today. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> I was like, let me not yeah. lie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't be a lie. Don't be a lie. Um. Uh, uh. What do we do first? Oh, we do the t- we do the holidays. <laughs> a little fever brain. It's broken, as we say, but I just can't. I don't know. My brain doesn't work. Um, So all the days today were stupid. Um, (laughs) I tried to ask Leslie to help me decide one, and there was just not. She was like, all these I don't like. Um, So the winner was National Dolphin Day because it had the most interesting write-up. Well, not really, but it had some information. Better than the other ones. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, like, National Pecan Day. Come on. No. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, like, maybe. That seems really specific, but okay. Um, so, some of the interesting facts about dolphins are what's in the write-up of them. Dolphins are... Oh, shit. I don't know how to say this word. <laughs> dolphins oh. are cetacean mammals or cetacean or yeah i don't it's c-e-t-a-c-e-a-n if we have any um zoologists or a biologist or i almost said botanist the first time or any (laughs) any any of them animal scientists out there that can correct me on how to pronounce cetacean is what i would assume but sounds sounds good i don't know Okay, they're that type of mammals that are related to whales and porpoises. I know people knew this that 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 um, uh, whales and porpoises and dolphins all have like live babies and uh, all that kind of stuff instead of like eggs. You know, that's what makes them mammals and a couple other things, I guess. Um, they're ranging in size from four feet, ooh, to up to thirty feet. <laughs> Dolphins are among almost 40 species in 17 genera. Could you imagine coming up on a 30-foot dolphin? Nope. I cannot at all. That would scare the crap out of me. Oh, my God. I don't care if it's friendly. I don't want a 30-foot dolphin in my life. That is so scary. They got teeth and everything. I don't think so, Tim. That's not good. Okay. So, found worldwide, they prefer shallower seas of the continental shelves as carnivores their diets consist of mostly fish and liquid and then here are some of the what we call them a male dolphin is a bull a female is a cow a young dolphin is a calf and a group is a school or pod that's weird how they have cow names bovine Mm -hmm. names i guess we should say um i wonder who started that uh dolphins are known to have acute eyesight wait hold on i should read this before 
No, I'm just going to read it. <laughs> it might be dumb. Mm-hmm. Cute eyesight both in and out of the water, along with having a well-developed sense of touch with free nerve endings densely packed in the skin. They can hear frequencies 10 times or more above the upper limit of what adult humans can and are capable of making a broad range of sounds using nasal air sacs located just below the blowhole. Um... Oh my gosh, here's here's interesting. The United States National Marine Mammal Foundation conducted a study that revealed that dolphins, like humans, develop a natural form of type 2 diabetes, which may lead to a better understanding of the disease and new treatments for both humans and dolphins. Ain't that in my mess? <laughs> dolphins yeah. be needing, like, insulin. They're drinking too much Kool-Aid. What is that? It's so funny. <laughs> like, because, do- I mean, that also kind of is interesting to me as to the causes of type 2 diabetes they're always like it's because you're overweight or you have too much sugar or whatever but like but if dolphins dolphins don't do that no (laughs) they don't develop like fat and they don't really eat (laughs) sugar so yeah interesting so that is Mm. national dolphin day Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) leslie do you have a sugar breaker moment this week uh, I do. Last weekend we did not tape, um, because because I was at Full Frame. Yes, the documentary film festival that happens the first weekend in April in Durham. Is it and, the biggest uh, it one is... in the country, or what is it? Um, I don't thing. know. I do know that it's an it's an Oscar nominating festival. It may be one of the biggest documentary ah, okay. festivals, if not the biggest. Thank you. But yeah, everything that was nominated for best documentary feature. At last year, this past year in the Oscars, except for one, premiered at full frame. Wow, that's last impressive. year. So yeah, it's a big deal. Um, so yeah, that was fun. What you I see? saw. Oh, so I saw Amazing else. Grace. Sorry, just amazing. What <laughs> I said? What'd you see? And then he said, "I oh. saw." And I was like, "Oh, you're gonna tell Sorry. us." Sorry, I'm just being a dummy. <laughs> uh, I saw Amazing Grace, which was forty. Seven. They say it's fewer, but like the the album and like the show or whatever was in 1972. So that's about Aretha, 46, 47 right? years in the making. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize yeah, that, that the, was called Amazing Grace. Yeah, because it was her the album, the gospel album that she did is called Amazing oh, Grace. Oh, right. Okay. And that so makes when that came out in 72, or the album came out in 71, I think in 72 is when the show happened. She did a two night performance yeah. at a church in LA. Right. And uh, Sidney Pollack got funding from Warner Brothers to film it. And it was going to, like, he was going to release it. But after they finished shooting, there were, like, technical problems or something. And so he never got to release it. But uh, technology now, after her death, like, I think it was after her death. I don't know if it was before. But, like, it, they started talking about it, like, right after she died. Wow. Um, somebody found the footage and fixed it. She hasn't been it dead together. that long. This is impressive. Last August? Yeah, I think. Yeah, then to get it together. Yeah, so, and it premiered, I think, at Sundance, and then it showed at the festival, and it's in theaters next week. Like, it's going to be at Alamo, Rialto's getting it, so, like, it's going oh. pretty wide. Oh, good. It's so good. I cried, like, the whole thing. Oh, Like, no. almost through the whole thing. <laughs> I called it. I in a good way. I too. I knew it. She, you know, she moves you to tears, and also, like... It was really cool, like, seeing her and then also seeing, like, very young Sidney Pollock. And, you know, he's been gone for, like, 10 years or something now. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool that this is finally getting released. Um, And wherever they are, I hope they know that it's being shown to the world. 
so that was uh, obviously the highlight for me of the festival. Mm-hmm. But also, um, Miles Davis' Birth of Cool is really cool. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> and it's Stanley. <laughs> it. What is his last name? Is it Nelson? It's not Tucci. I'm not worried about it. No. Uh, Stanley <laughs> Nelson, Just kidding. I think, is stupid. the director. He's super cool. He, um, am I getting this right? Where? Why won't you tell me the director? Oh, no. Google. Google. Why are you failing me? Why aren't you failing me? Is that what he just no, said? No, I said, why are you failing me? Oh, failing you? <laughs> I said, why yes, aren't Stanley you Nelson. failing me? He's awesome. He comes whenever. He's had um, movies premiere before two years ago, I think. I saw his um, Black Panthers, Vanguard of the Revolution. Oh. And it was phenomenal. I yes, saw that. Director. Yeah. We saw it together, didn't we? Yeah, um, yeah because they had, um, like, uh, oh, what's her name? Was in yes. there. Like, she um, was at the showing. She Did was we the see wife it together? of. I don't know. I think we may have. <laughs> I don't Let's know. See, when was that? That was Black actually Panthers. before I went to um, Union, though. Oh, was it? I thought yeah. It was like two years ago. Maybe all my years are running together. I think so, because I remember I saw they it, and that she that. was it Chloris? Is that her name? Shoot. I don't remember. Two... Um, she was there at the screening, and then that was when I was like all up in the movement that was going on at the time, and I was like, and that's why I went to Union. So that was a whole thing. Nice. Yeah. It was, yeah, 2015, so wow. it has been four years. Damn, wow. that was two years ago. All it's years all run together. running together. You're just, it's always a blur at full frame. It's, it's, always a, it's always a blur. But mm. yes, you know that's good. Everybody should watch that one also. But Miles Davis' Birth of Cool was good. Mm. And then um, Stanley was, of course, there. He hangs out in the hospitality suite sometimes. He's super cool. And mm. um, what else did I see? The Toni Morrison Pieces of Myself, I think is what it's called. Oh. That was really good. Oh, yeah. You told me you don't see that, right? Yep. And uh, Scared of Revolution, which is about, it's mainly about one of the members, but it's about the last poets, the second wave, I think, of the last poets in the 60s. And they were kind of the predecessors mm-hmm. to like hip hop and rap. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. did like spoken word with like bongos and like light musical accompaniment. Ah, right. Um, and it followed one of the members who kind of got into drugs and a lot of other stuff and kind of his like road to recovery. Hmm. And that was good. What else does he Mossville, which was horribly depressing, but oh. very good. Wait, what is that? Um, it's set in Louisiana. It's oh. uh, this community that was founded right after the Emancipation Proclamation. Oh. So like I think it was seven families of slaves made this community mm-hmm. after they were freed. Mm-hmm. And so they've been there for generations. Mm-hmm. And then this big company starts Uh-oh. buying up the land Uh-oh. and building like big plants on it and so it's kind of like these there are two people and one guy's like in the middle of it and the lady is kind of on the edges of where they're starting to expand and they're like the last holdouts um, oh. because they've lived in these houses for generations i mean yeah. their houses are paid for and this company is offering them twenty five hundred dollars oh at a buyout no you can't live anywhere for well, more than like that's crazy a month and a half on that yeah oh man so it was it was very sad, but it was good, and, like, it kind of brought awareness to what is happening there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. Saw a couple short films. Oh, yeah. Worked a lot. God, you were really busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. Really busy. But it was good. It was a good year. Um, Amazing Grace, definitely the highlight. Oh, I was going to tell the story. Oh, tell um, me. So this made me laugh so hard. So Sunday night, Amazing Grace was the closing night film, so... It was after like three or four, like 13, 14, 15 hour days. Mm-mm. 
but I'm like, going to watch this. It's going to be great. So I get there super early. I have a priority line ticket because I volunteer year-round. And so that was one of the perks is that they give you like a, a special ticket for oh, each nice. shift that you worked. Yeah. So all the people who, um, you know, pay for the fancy badges are like, Oh, that's why you're with all the assholes. Because you're also yeah. in the priority <laughs> line. <laughs> Sorry, that's that should be said. <laughs> so sometimes I am like, also the asshole, but I mean, like you know, sometimes you'll have some real uppity people when you end up in priority yeah. areas. Oh, I'm sorry. Go so ahead. I was like third, I think, in line, and I was sitting there, like reading my book and just waiting. And so the movie that's in there before drops, and everybody comes out to get in the line for Aretha. Mm-hmm. And this one lady comes up, and there's only two ladies in front of me, and she starts talking to her friends. And then it becomes very apparent that she's just going to stay there. She's just going to stay. She's just going to jump in line. She just, yeah, like there's a line of at least like 10 people or something behind her. Mm -hmm. And she's just going to stay there. And then there was a guy with her and he was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. But he made like a huge deal of like Mm -mm. being basically a saint for Mm -mm. not jumping in line. Mm -mm. Like he just kept saying it. And I'm like. No. Okay, but like that's the basic human. That's how lines work. Like, yeah, you're not doing anything. Like, I stand by what I said before. That's why (laughs) you're with all the assholes. (laughs) So he goes and gets in line or whatever. That lady stays there and just is gonna stay there. So now she's the the first person (gasps) in the first line that goes in the theater. Whoa! And I heard her say to her friends. While I'm sitting there, and I've been waiting to get in for like over an hour, which is what I do. It's fine. I'm always early. And I wanted to get a good seat. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, I just don't know if I can do this next year because it's just the anxiety of finding the right seat is just too much. Lady, shut your ass. (laughs) Don't even. Oh, my God. You are the first person in the first line. And you've only been in that line for like 15 minutes. Leslie, she can't handle anything. She has too much anxiety. But. And like your badge is the first line badge. Well, so you can like so like see even when you're not movie from any damn breaking where. Come in on. line. Like and like I'd also like to point out that Fletcher has an orchestra and two balconies. That's what I was gonna say. Like <laughs> sh- like she's fine. I was just like, what did you? You just said that when other people can hear she you. Just said that mm-hmm, exactly. The anxiety. The anxiety. Of finding oh, the right seat. No. I would love oh, for her to do like anything in so life, much. like uh, like <laughs> ha- like an hour of my job or something that's actually anxious and you know anxiety inducing. She can't find the right. Oh seat my gosh! At a freaking movie a festival problem. when she's cutting in line and shit. And our friend Jay was in the other line because he came and like so it was a free screening. You just had to get a ticket. Oh, so like nice. he's just like literally across the sidewalk from me, and I sent him a text, and I was like. She just said this. Like, what? <laughs> what is your life, buddy? What is happening? Oh my god, I love so, it. So yeah, that was my my fun story mm. from that line. Mm-hmm. Did you have a sugar breaker moment? Um, I uh, polled you uh, before we started taping to be like, <laughs> what did I poll? It's a poll if it's one person. Uh, yes, <laughs> poll um, of one. Poll. <laughs> you didn't. I hate you. What is that? That's horrible. <laughs> um, uh, as to like what I've done lately, <laughs> like uh, um, anything, I can't remember a damn thing. It's been quite a year already. It's been quite a month already. Uh, uh, whatever. Yeah. So I can't remember very much. I swear I've done something interesting lately, but 
Like, I had another good day at Disney, but that's like, okay, blah, we've all heard that. Um, <laughs> me having my fun days at Disney. Um, they are fun. They are. I did get to go to the Haunted Mansion again. I got to have a Haunted Mansion pin of, oh, crap, Madam. It's like Loretta, but it's not Loretta. I got, oh, I should type that up so I can make sure I look up who she is. Um, uh, is the lady in the the medium who's like a floating head in a ball. I got a pin of her when I went last time and I put it on my little, um, my little mini backpack that I just take Aww. there and to hiking. Um, so that was fun, but not worth really going into cause I, we've all heard it and people are like, blah, blah, you like Disney, blah, blah. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't, it's always a good time though. I didn't even before I lived here. It's just because it's so nice that nobody's dying there and I don't have to be a chaplain. Really. Yeah. I just get to like this time I just like sat, got a little bit of a sunburn. I just like sat and um, had my cone dog and um, on the bench for a while actually for like probably 30 mm. minutes right in the beginning. I was like, I'm not running nowhere. I don't care. Um, but, uh, I do have a shout out for barking to the choir, um, that I had, um, audio book from L- LAPL today, today, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> nope, <laughs> from LAPL, <laughs> I can't type my notes <laughs> and talk at the same time, <laughs> apparently, which is by, um, Father Gregory Boyle. Um, and, uh, people, if they haven't heard of him, he also wrote tattoos on the heart, which I need to hear, but. Oh yeah. He talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. The other people had read that or read that, but when he was visiting them, Leslie has also listened. Did you, you finished it? Oh yeah, you did. I did. Um, Leslie also listened to it. Um, cause we share everything, including our, um, E things, E and audio, I guess, things from, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> libraries. Cause that's the joy of being able to use library stuff. Um, but Gregory Boyle, he founded Homeboy Industries, which people may or may not have heard of, that is um, here. And um, it is uh, basically kind of like a a rehab program, if you will, that's really making it way too simple, of people who have been involved in gangs um, in, in Los Angeles, did I say that? And uh, what I really liked about it is I have heard people's stories before i love people's stories that's why i'm a chaplain because i get to listen yep people's stories i've heard people's stories before but i hadn't really and that's why i like you know things like documentaries and like whatever you know uh, i love people audiobooks of autobiographies like i like people's stories but this is the first time i kind of had such a collection of people's stories like this in a way that i was like especially now that I've studied so much about like uh, psychology and stuff, I was thinking like, man, really uh, like anyone who's been in a gang has just had something horrible to them happen along the way. You know, like it is like the most scary, monstrous things happening. Like, yeah, there's a certain amount of, because I have people, you know, I'm in in LA now and I was mm, in New York. I didn't know anyone connected to gangs, but uh, here I do. Um, and, uh, I didn't, I just never really kind of did the math to understand that there just like, is nobody in this lifestyle that hasn't had just horrible things that, you know, like there's a certain amount of geography involved. There's a certain amount of like family involved, but really it's just, uh, it's just horrible. Things have happened to people and, um, that's why they end up in these positions and 
so that was interesting for me to really kind of add up and take into account and um yeah so I really appreciated that and I like what they do and if I end up staying in LA maybe I'll look into um volunteering with them at some point or whatever it'd be cool if I they're Jesuits so like they're not really interested Mm -hmm. in like a Quaker Druid chaplain necessarily (laughs) (laughs) for my professional you know uh stuff but um Maybe there's something else I could do if it was something that I wanted to be interested in. But I really liked it. It was um, something that my um, boss was listening to on audiobook himself because uh, he has a long commute. And I just kind of checked out to see if the library had it. And yay, go LAPL. Yes. Um, that's L- Los Angeles Public Library, I should say <laughs> to people. Who and like, it was just National Library about? Week. Was it really? Last oh, I week, missed yeah. that. Yeah, I love uh, the library. I get DVDs from there. I get graphic novels from there. I get um, uh, audiobooks and ebooks and all that kind of stuff too. I always go to the library. I don't because I don't really buy books as much anymore. Yeah. And I, you know, I worked in libraries for I don't know, like nine years or something, and so I always use them. Um, I did get follow up. I did get Umbrella Academy <laughs> Volume One. And oh, did you? <laughs> You you know what I'm about to say, but I was I do. so mad at White Diego. White Diego, <laughs> like I was mad. It said Leslie. Well, for one, I just don't. I mean, it's it's really a shame that I read the book after the show because then now I'm like, because I was like disappointed. Then because your like, expectations were high, I didn't realize what the show had done was so dramatically different from the book. I did not understand that at all. Um, I know people that like both, uh, so I but. No one really recommended the book to me, if I'm honest. People recommended the mm. show. So that says something, I guess. But yeah, I didn't realize that the show had done a lot. Like, for example, that all the kids are white in the book, uh, in the graphic novel, if you will. Uh, and, I, and I now that I've seen the show, I'm like, why? They're born all over the world in this, in this like, world, you yeah. know? Like, wh- why would they all be why? white? Um, so... Um, I oh wait what is oh what is his name it's David Castaneda I think is um uh the guy who plays Diego on the show and I think he is one of the most beautiful people on the planet so I was so like upset (laughs) I was like who is this white Diego and I just love it like I just kind of want to have that be the the um um kind of like nickname we give to anything that's disappointing yes (laughs) like what a white diego of a meal or something like that you know (laughs) what a white diego of a day i just like white diego is the new joe pesci's elbows oh my god you just brought it back (laughs) what now hold on oh because joe pesci's elbows was what i pulled out as the opposite of beale's legs Yes. Oh my God. We yeah, have the a... opposite of Jennifer Beale's legs <laughs> is Joe Pesci's elbows. <laughs> have we ever talked about Beale's legs on the show? I don't know. I don't think so. That was such a that was such a like domino effect down a rabbit hole or something <laughs> that, that we watched. Well, we watched fl- Flashdance together. Flashdance, yeah. And you know, everyone knows that iconic scene of Beale's legs, and then and like. And, you know, we love Jennifer Beals. Um, And then Leslie would do like, you did, you would do Beals legs dancing. But with my arms. On the couch, but with your arms when you were excited about something. Yes. 
Yeah, Feels like, like yeah. It I was get excited and then I do the, the Feels Like, the feels like but with feels like And yeah. actually, we just said Feels Likes like yesterday. And then, <laughs> what I think I texted one day, right, this, about the <laughs> Joe Pesci's elbows or something. <laughs> I was like, what's the opposite of Feels Likes, Joe Pesci's elbows? Which is like, nothing so, against Joe Pesci, like, but elbows no. are like the stupidest part of the body. I mean, they're helpful. Yeah. But as far as like, attractive and exciting, no. no. Um, so... <laughs> So now it's White Diego. So now it's White Diego. Wow, you guys got some insight into our... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're like, we live with someone for like three years and we've been married for, I don't yeah. know, was it nine? How long have we known each other? Very long time. I think it's... Oh, yeah. Man. We got to do something eight. for our like 10 year anniversary when that comes up. We should. I don't exactly know when it is. It's whenever you started at um, Galaxy since it was, it was Love at First Sight. I think it was the last sight. day of March in 2011. Okay. I thought, because I knew it was like near April last yep. day in march 2011 that's our that anniversary because it was like yep. love at first sight so we'll just count yep. that we've never been done we've never celebrated we always send our celebrate our like friend anniversary of when we moved in together well we did that for a bit i guess we haven't done it lately yep. but the magic we, we still observe it <laughs> we do <laughs> god we're so stupid um do you want me to like read what we talked about yeah <laughs> What if did we anyone's this week? still <laughs> listening? These poor people. Oh man, I know some <laughs> people really complain about how much we talk, but look, it's a podcast. That's like what they are. They're just self-indulgent just, ninnies yeah. talking about themselves, and we are those two there's ninnies that you chose to listen. Oh, there's a button you can you can just forward. like forward, like fast forward. I know, I do, because we because we don't have ads in ours. But no. p- other people do who are, you know, yep. fancier than us. Actually, there are plenty of non-fancy people that have sponsors. And I'm like, you are doing nothing with that money, honey. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how sassy that was. But it's true. It's like people the who like, have like all. really shitty audio <laughs> are coming in with like a sponsor. And I'm like, excuse me? like what who why oh geez okay um so um yeah we don't have that but uh when i have those ads i i do the i do the four buttons the 30 seconds forward on my podcast um mm-hmm. okay so we're almost done with season five it's hey. crazy i i know it's crazy um so this week we watch season five episode 23 um I don't know if I can do a four. You know, I can't do. I can't do a yell. <laughs> that was perfect. I can't. I can't do it. Um, but that's the title. Um, <laughs> it was almost Forbes. That's what it almost was. Forbes. Um, Forbes. Um, first aired May. And we're not going to get into that. We've had enough of our inside jokes. We've we've done, enough. we've done enough. First aired May six, nineteen ninety one, and I love how um in the actual episode, Julia does say in night it's nineteen ninety one. She does. She points that out. And I was like, it's still a problem in 2019. Um, no, yeah, no, very real. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I did not at all read this before I put it into our script. So let me see what TV guide What kind says. of spoilers? TV guides. I know. This week. Um, actually, it's not that bad. It says Anthony's. Okay. Anthony's. Ugh. They change. That's not what you do. Instead of saying mm-hmm. Anthony is asked, they mm-hmm. did Anthony apostrophe S asked. That's not what you do. That, that's like making possession. It's a possessive. Like it's it's possessive. Anthony's ask. It's his. It's his asked. It's his asked. 
is not what that means. Y'all, That's grammar. Literally what they put. I'm so mad. I mean, I know I have a master's and I can't spell for shit, but I know that I know about the possessive. I've never, <laughs> I've never, I've never said like Leslie is. I've said Leslie's. Come on, stupid. Okay. Anyway, wow, we are on fire. <laughs> this it's so a weird. it's a day. Being me, not you. You're being pleasant as normal. Um, Anthony yeah. is asked to join a prestigious golf club whose bigoted members only want him as their token black. Hmm, not unlike the show. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Biddy is played... I can't believe her name's really Biddy. Her name is Biddy. Biddy is played by Rena Craig. Um, Sissy is played by Gracie Harrison. Uh, Bruce, with a Z, <laughs> is Mark Neely. And Stuart is J. Bell. These are all the ridiculous... Um, club people that's who is playing these people um biddy and chrissy and then he says it in like the episode there are two more people that he says it's and like, he does it all together like muffy and toughy or something like that it's like what is going on yeah. um so leslie yeah what is going on what happened this episode um so this episode is pretty much um charlene lists which is kind of sad but um, we start oh, at Sugar Bakers. Yeah, you're right. She's, <laughs> yeah, she's on the phone with her mom, and she and Bill are getting ready to take a trip since he's home now to the mountains of Georgia. And she is so excited because there's a town that looks like the a town in Switzerland, and then it makes her wonder if there's a Swiss <laughs> town that looks like the lunatic. middle of Georgia, where yeah. Swiss people sit around wearing Georgia Tech t-shirts and no. eating moon pies. No, no, probably not. She's um, so cute. So on her way out the door, like she hangs up. She's like, the taxes are done. All the stuff that needs to go to the bank is in my top drawer. They're like, go, go have fun. So she leaves. Um, and we get Bernice in this episode. She is just hanging out with them because wow. uh, she does not like to be at Hillcrest Leisureland on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. There is a new social director who has been trying to make them do the hokey pokey. And she's like, you know, it takes it's one thing to put your right foot in, take your right foot out. But when you get to a certain age, you just don't want to shake yourself about only one person cooperated, and it turned out he was just having a seizure. Mm. And mm. I knew then... that was going to happen. All the jokes <laughs> yeah. that Bernice says this episode, I knew were coming a mile away. Yep, you could totally see that. Oh my gosh! So Randa still here? No one knows why. Why, why? Leslie? She's just here. Why? I, th- I think they did that eighties, nineties thing where they're like, "Hmm, we need some freshening up. Let's just put a little bratty kid in." Yeah. They did it why? on like all the damn shows. They did it. Well, they did it on the Brady Bunch to begin with. So. Uh, started it. I think that's what it was. That they're like, we just need a kid. But like, wh- but it's kind of weird. Why? It's really weird that she's still there and that Julia's buying her yeah. things. She just pops up for like one scene. That's Every it. episode. And it's that's like, not necessary. What? It's really strange. So, and yeah. And like the whole point of this has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Nope. She and Julia come in. Julia's bought her all these clothes, but, like, will not buy her this purse. And so Mary Jo Jo kindly offers to give her Claudia's old uh, Hello Kitty purse that she loved. Collector's item nowadays. Come on. Do it. (laughs) Collector's item nowadays. I know. (laughs) Sanrio. Yeah. Original. Mm. And uh, Randa's all sarcastic and bratty. And Julia's like, no, the purse that Randa wants says Johnny Versace on it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You're, like, 10 years old. You're not getting you're not getting a Versace purse. No. It's not happening. Um, and Bernice says, that means Hello Kitty in Italian, doesn't no, it? Oh, my gosh. She's, uh, Bernice was like, her arterial flow was uh, an issue was, in this episode. Yeah, having problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and so Julia's like, I'm not buying you a $300 purse, and that's that. And then that's it. There's no more, like. That's it. There's, that's no it. No point. <laughs> that's it. Why? No. 
Um, and then they just point out that 10 year olds have changed and Mary Jo says, welcome to the new generation, 10 to 18 and 16 seconds. That's Ooh, not new. What would they think of that? Hey, that's, that's been not happening. New. And what would they think of now? <laughs> they would freak out. If they saw. I know. Hmm. I know. It's hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. YouTube to iPad and, <laughs> and iPhone in two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this lady named Dee Dee has called Julia because she wants her to play golf with her at the Beaumont Club. Julia continues to refuse. Um, and she calls her and she's like, if you're really desperate for a partner, I'll play with you, but not at Beaumont. It's nothing personal. It's just that it's for white people and I no longer qualify. My grandmother <laughs> on my mother's side once listened to a Johnny Mathis record. So we're not pure <laughs> we're anymore. Not pure anymore. <laughs> um, I know, that was so funny. Another thing I, I noticed from this conversation with Julia is that like um, uh, people, you know, talked on the phone more often uh, in this time period. And it was so funny mm-hmm. the way that she just like picks up that. She just jumps right on just into it commands that phone i mean she just she there's no there's no pleasantries really or anything she's just in the conversation and i was uh uh we're much more awkward on the phone nowadays because we don't do it very often yes yeah for sure yeah um that is a good point yeah because suzanne kind of did it too so i was like uh, okay right yeah all right and speaking of Suzanne, mm-hmm. while Julia's on the phone, she has come in. Mm-hmm. And then when Julia hangs up, she asks her why she had to do that. And Julia points out that it is a segregated club. And um, Bernice uh, asks, she's like, yeah, it is the Beaumont Club or whatever. And then she asks what that is. And Mary Jo reminds her that it's all these stuffy, stuck-up club people that Suzanne would crawl buck naked over broken glass to join. Oh. And then they're always begging Julia to join, and she won't. And Suzanne wants in, and she can't get in. Well, it turns out they have somehow overheard they're letting in one new member. And Mary Jo asks why. And Suzanne says, it is not ours to reason why. (laughs) Ours is to get into that club. (laughs) So she then picks up the phone to call Dee Dee back, which is funny because, like, Julia just got off the phone with her, like, 30 seconds ago. Yeah. I don't think these people have caller ID yet. And, like, she has to leave Dee Dee a voice a message. message yeah. Like a voicemail. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she's talking about how she'd love to play golf with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo asks Suzanne if she knows how to play golf. No. And Julia says she does not. Not at all. <laughs> nope. And Suzanne says, what's there to know? You drive around a little cart and someone carries your stuff. That's not a sport. That's like shopping. I love how she translated that for something that she is good Great. at. Yes. See, she can master it. If she can master shopping, mm-hmm. she can also master golf. Um, so Mary Jo is talking about the white golf club things and she's like, I think you're right. You know, it's all over for them. Dan Quayle had to stop playing at his of course. He still plays at his all male club and he's always welcomed all the morons club. Oh my gosh. Are there and really all the, male clubs? I guess. There probably are. I don't really know anything about <laughs> Whatever. <golf clubs>. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, and so they point out that, like, this this club that they're talking about that he no longer plays at was taken off of the PGA because they don't allow black golfers. Mm-hmm. And they are talking about whenever they question the pro golfers about it, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a shame. It's a great club. I try not to get involved in politics. Oh, my God. And Julia's like, how much courage does it take to stand up to segregation in 1991? In 1991. I mean, I guess the rest t- of this country do it. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. The rest of this country got that issue settled about 25 years ago. Yeah. I mean, for the segregation part, uh, may- maybe. <laughs> but like, yeah, just just the, the yeah, just so. the like legal segregation part. Yeah. 
Um, and Suzanne's like, well, Beaumont isn't like that. They don't say no blacks. And Julia's like, they don't have to, Suzanne. They have lawn jockeys. I didn't know what that meant, except I have seen on another show that, that, that it's the little statue and it's like black. It's like blackface. Yes. I, yes. I didn't. Why are they black? Because uh, jockeys I, are not I, necessarily any particular race. I don't know. I don't understand what that was about. I don't know that. Maybe I'll maybe I I'll look know, it up like, for the show notes. Historically, they are, but I don't know. Yeah, why. like the little the little statues the are. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, huh, okay. And uh, Suzanne's like, it's not their fault. Black people just don't play golf. And oh then Anthony God. has since come in, and Mary Jo brings up that like there's so many other really great black athletes in every other sport. Like, why don't you ever see any black golfers? Mm-mm. And Anthony says, I can answer that, Mary Jo. Mm-mm. He always has to, he has to like be the voice of all the black people. No, that's what he like says be later. Be the voice of the reason. That's what yeah. he says. He's all men and all black people. Yeah. Oh my god. And he says, "Well, I can answer that, Mary Jo. It's because no self-respecting black person will wear those clothes." That's funny. Lime green polyester pants, pink striped shirt, and a big straw hat. No way. Mm-hmm. And Bernice points out that you also don't see many black swimmers these days. Mm-hmm. And Anthony's like, "Well, since it seems I'm speaking on behalf of all of my people today, I mean, this is what I'm I'll saying. Eventually answer that. Like they're, <laughs> yeah. they're acting like he's the token of the he's, club yeah. is a bad thing. I'm like, yeah, but he's kind of the token of your show. Are you, yeah, like it, he is. Are we being self aware right now? Is a fourth wall? Right? What's happening? I don't know. Is what's happening? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Um, and he says, black people are too smart to get involved in swimming because there's no future in it. No one has ever swum their way out of the ghetto. Oh, jeez. Believe me, if it were possible to make $5 million a year as a pro swimmer, it wouldn't be Air Jordans. It'd be River Jordans. Mm. You probably can, though, right? Like, since Michael Phelps been around, you can probably make a lot of money off of know. just being, I think, kind of any athleticism. If you're, especially if it's yeah. an Olympic one or like a big championship one, you can get like lots of monies. Yeah. And then we cut to the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Jo and Suzanne are supposed to meet uh, Julia at Fabric World, but they are in a sporting store, specifically a golfing store, mm-hmm. because Suzanne needs golfing stuff. Mm-hmm. And Bernie says she's thinking of taking it up because a lot of men at the home play it. And recently, one man rent- went around the course in 89 strokes, mm-hmm. but then, then he had a stroke, mm-hmm. so I guess it counts as 90. I don't like any of that. That is nope. not. Mm-mm. Nope. Suzanne's not having any of it either. She says, excuse me. <laughs> I love that she said her excuse me. <laughs> I want I want a like mega mix of all of her excuse me's yes. <laughs> on like YouTube or something. It would be yes. so good. Oh, man. Um, let's remember what we're doing here. I need to practice. I need to impress Dee Dee and get in that club. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, yes, let's focus on what's important here. And then Mary Jo tries to teach Suzanne how to swing oh, a club. Oh, my. And she's like, you, you got to keep your arms locked because you want to be able to swing it straight across your chest. Of course, I forget it might be difficult if you have a chest. Mm-hmm. Boop count. Boop. Oh, that's right. And uh, Suzanne says, well, I may as well give up. If you can't do it, I'm doomed. Oh, rude. Um, and then Suzanne immediately swings the wrong way and knocks over a display. So fu- That was hilarious because like. She must have not been watching Mary Jo at all. <laughs> Cause, like, at Mar- all. Like, paying like, any attention to her. Mary Jo is right in front of her, and she does, like, the opposite of what she's doing. She's with the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then immediately she's like, what did I do wrong? Oh, my gosh. And Anthony said, you told those people you know how to play golf. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was such a good joke. 
It was. And then, so a couple of the Beaumont new members committee people uh, just happened to be in the store also. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne wants to go talk to them. And she wants Mary Jo to go with her and tell her, you know, tell them how good she is at golf. And Suzanne's like, oh, yeah, I was just getting a new niblet. That's not. Oh, not because both. earlier. Because Mary Jo she, said. Yeah, she had yeah. said to do these things have names. And Mary Jo just made up some words. Just made up some things. Gosh. Um, and they were like, oh, Susanna didn't know you golfed. And Mary Jo's like, yep, when she gets a club in her hand, you better watch out. Because <laughs> she said she yeah, wasn't going to lie for her. So. She was not going to lie. And she tells her that. Yep. Um, but they're like, yeah, we'd love to stay and chat, but we have the, to take these things home. And then Suzanne mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. offers Anthony to carry everything to their car oh, for them. Me. There's so many things wrong with that situation. Yes, very much so. And then she adds insult to injury by saying Anthony is one of the many delivery men at Sugar Bakers. Uh-huh. And Mary Jo's like, uh, actually, he's a partner and mm-hmm. he's a recent summa cum laude graduate mm-hmm. and one of Georgia's young leading businessmen. Yep. And Anthony's like, yeah, you know, I still enjoy hauling white people's things around <laughs> just for old time's sake. That, I love that. It was so good. And then Suzanne just like shoves him with the packages all like stacked up and it's like bye Mm -hmm. and then um she turns to mary joe and she says what did you mean when you said when she gets a club in her hand watch out mary just like told you i'm gonna lie for you Mm -hmm. and she's like what about anthony you lied for him and she said i was telling the (sighs) truth suzanne Suzanne. she wasn't lying Mm -hmm. um and then suzanne says she wishes mary joe wouldn't say those things in front of anthony because he's getting too big for his britches already and she's having a heck wow. of a time getting him to come over and wax her upper lip. Wow. Wow. Horrible. Terrible. And then Anthony comes back and Suzanne asks him how it went. And he said, um, I opened up the trunk. I put the packages in. It went pretty well. Mm. And she said, did they say anything about admitting a new member to the club? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, tell me everything word for word. Mm-hmm. And then he uses his white lady voice. Oh, my. oh it was something to behold I don't know. i'm not gonna recreate so it please I'm just don't gonna say what he said. <laughs> um but in his white lady voice mm-hmm. he says we don't normally admit members into our club so quickly or easy easily but i think in this case we should make an exception Duh, don't you biddy yes sissy we should get right on it the membership committee meets on monday but it's a technicality and they said i could come sign the paperwork on wednesday <laughs> and yep. so they just asked him to join mm-hmm and then we cut, like, you know, Suzanne's doctor or whatever. We cut back to Sugar Bakers. And Suzanne says she can't believe they gave him an invitation. And what did they give me? And Bernie says the finger. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And Suzanne's like, man, their standards are pretty low. And Mary Jo says, I don't know. They haven't let you in yet. <gasps> so sad. That was a good joke, though. Yeah, that was a good joke. Uh, Anthony comes in mm. with, like, his jacket and like his putter and mm-hmm. he's like singing in his white man voice. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> um, and he points out, he's like, Oh, I had to swing by the club this morning to sign my membership papers. Mm-hmm. It was such a bother. <laughs> and he's like, now that I'm mingling with the upper crust, uh, I'm not going to forget about all the little people I knew before. Sorry, Suzanne, old girl. Some of us make it and others don't. Wow. I love Ooh. it though because she's just always belittling him. So I'm like, yeah, exactly. Go for it. And then Julia says, you know, it's definitely none of my business. But how in the world are you going to pay the club dues? Wow. And Anthony said that, that they're actually giving him that was real rude. <laughs> um, they're giving him an honorary membership, which means they're waiving all the fees. Um, 
And he says it's common with the the dignitary memberships, Mm -hmm. but the common riffraff still have to pay all the fees. Oh, my gosh. Um, And Suzanne is, like, flaunting the fact that she got an invitation to the spring dance, which is, like, the social event of the season or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Anthony, of course, was not invited. And he's like, well, you know, I just signed the papers this morning. Um, So maybe they just haven't sent it yet. And he's like. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, i got to get to my, my busy social engagements. This morning I'll be scraping the gum off the storeroom floor. And then he goes into the <laughs> yeah, storeroom. He looked in his calendar to he see did. that. <laughs> it says that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then um, Bernice, after he's gone, she's like, that's weird that he didn't get an invitation. And Mary was like, obviously they don't think black people swim or play golf. Maybe they think they don't dance either. Oh, my God. Please and say the joke. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Bernice so says... That's ridiculous. Haven't any of those people ever watched Soul Train? I'm so mad at that. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Soul Train. I love hated Soul Train because it meant the cartoons were over. <laughs> Which is That's an old funny. joke from, um, I think, that uh, Sinbad. I think he said that joke, too, or something like that. And I was like, it's That's so funny. true. It's because cartoons are over. I actually didn't really even like cartoons, but it meant my Saturday morning was over. Aww. Yeah. But, yay, Soul Train, whatever. Um... <laughs> And Julia says that she talked to Dee Dee Daniels and like the the club is trying to qualify as a stop on the PGA tour mm-hmm. and they can't be a stop if they don't let in black people. Mm-hmm. And so they needed a black member. So yeah. um, they're not really she says they're not really letting him into their club. And Julia's like, you know, somebody's got to tell him. And Suzanne says, I will. And like around this time, I was like, is this is this where this episode turns into get out? Like. Oh, at, at what point does this episode turn into Get Out? Oh, like they've let no. him into the club. Yeah, exactly. This seems ominous. Oh What's man, you're right. Oh man, I don't even want to rewatch that. <laughs> <laughs> it feels a weird reaction, but whatever. And Julie goes into the storeroom, and Anthony's like, she points this out too that he's so kind, but like he's so nice that he thinks she's just gonna get on him for like teasing Suzanne. Yeah. After. All the things that she's ever said to him. Yeah. No one is going to be mad he's at him so for teasing sweet. her. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I know I need to be nicer to her. It's like, yeah, no, and you he's don't. Like, You're fine. You really don't. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry. You know, as soon as I'm done teasing her, I'm going to help her get in. Like, I'm going to sponsor her membership. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be fine. And Julia tells him what a thoughtful person he is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're far superior to anybody I've met at the Beaumont Club. Mm-hmm. And then she tells him what's up. And like that they only want him because he's black and mm-hmm. he makes this really fake, like over the top <laughs> startled noise. His, his like he doesn't know. Was so good. It was so good. And he's like, Julia, I did not just fall off the turnip truck. I know they just want me because what of my ancestry. How do you think truck? those other people got in there? Who that's not a saying, turnip truck. What yeah. <laughs> sorry. Just fell off the turnip truck. Oh my god. Thing. But I'm sorry anyway. Ancestry. <laughs> yes, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, his ancestry. And he's like, How do you think those other people got in there? Good looks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and he says, I know what they're gonna do. Like they're gonna let me in and they're just gonna forget about me and not invite me to anything until I just kind of stop coming. And he's like, But that's not my plan. Mm-mm. My plan is to go to every party, every dance, every barbecue. And every time a group picture is taken, I'm going to be sitting in the front row saying, cheese. Mm-hmm. And um, Julia tells him that, like, basically she would tell them to go jump. But, like, she respects that. And, like, she thinks that he's too good for them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, the first people who integrated got spit on. They got death threats. You know, I think I can take a little, like, snubbing from these, like, rich people. Especially if he um, just kind of makes a farce of it. 
Yeah. And then he's like in it, you know, in the process, I get a little piece of black history for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. He's your first black member. Yeah. And he's like, well, what do you say now? And she says, now I know you're too good for them. Oh. And then we cut to the party and Julia is Anthony's guest. Of course. To the party. Mm-hmm. And um, Julia's like, you know, all these people are such snobs. Like they won't speak to anybody they don't know. But then immediately a guy comes up to Anthony. <laughs> And you think he's going to speak to him, and then he gives him his keys and asks him to move his Porsche. I should have known the old valet joke. I just didn't see it coming. But then Anthony is, like, hilarious. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, look, your house Mm -hmm. key is on here. Thanks. And the guy's like, yeah, thanks, man. Oh, my God. Like... (laughs) And so Anthony's like eating all the hors d'oeuvres and he gets champagne for him wait, and Julia. And wait, he's like, wait. Mm-hmm. The first hors d'oeuvre that he eats is cream trees. Cr- hold on, I'm trying to get Not cream trees. <laughs> cream cheese on white bread. He points it out. Yep. Puts it right in his mouth. I laugh so hard. <laughs> he's like, oh, delicious. I was like, you delicious. shut up. I know what you're saying. Okay, continue. <laughs> and then he looks at her. He's like, this party is really boring. Oh, my God. It was like, I told you it would be. Yeah. I don't know why they feel they have to try so hard to keep the rest of the world out. All they need to do is invite them to one of these parties and they'd run away screaming. Mm-hmm. And then they spot Suzanne with the two ladies from the golf store who are trying to ignore her. And she's just like awkwardly standing there. Um, and then they go up to them and speak. And Julia says that she is Mr. Bouvier's guest. And he says, hi, Suzanne. Hey, and then he says, bitty sissy, muffy, toughy. Like, oh, my acknowledging- God. All four of them, That's like in one, wrong. like in one word. Those are grown ass women <laughs> with those names. Grown ass women. I don't know what to do. And with he's this. like, "It's nice seeing all of you. It's so difficult to break into a new setting. I must say, everyone has made me feel so at home. It's like I've been here forever." And then he compliments her dress and asks if it's some brand he makes up, mm-hmm. and she's like, "No." And then like everybody's staring at him, and he's just like constantly throwing like shade with a smile on his face. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. And then they introduce him to to some dude who's, like, got a lot of money. He's like, oh, have we met? And then Julia's like, no, but you may have seen him on the news, like, insider trading. And he was like, oh, I know a few people on the parole board. Like, I can totally hook you up. Oh, my God. So funny. And then some journalist wants a picture for the Atlanta Journal and Constitution. And he, like, gets in in the group picture. And right before she snaps a picture, he kisses the old lady on the cheek. Oh, my goodness. Scandalized. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I want a couple copies. And Julia's like, I'd like to have one, too. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony, being very sweet, asks Suzanne to dance. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, while she's thinking about it, oh a my God. young, hot girl comes up to him and is like, I hey, mean, you want to dance? Oh, hello. And then he just gets Suzanne to hold his drink while he goes off so and dances with her. So good. And it's so great. And Julia's like, looks like you blew it. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, clinks her glass with Suzanne, like, toasting her. <laughs> And then we cut to Sugar Bakers the next day. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, wow, it really sounds like you won those uh, those Beaumont people over. Mm. And Anthony's like, yeah, especially after I grabbed the mic and gave them a couple of old spirituals. Oh, my God. Stop. And they're all, like, laughing. Stop. Julia's like, he did not. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, my. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? And Julia says she's considered joining them now that their membership has taken a turn for the better. <laughs> um. And they were talking about, like, did you ever give that guy's keys back? And he's like, no. He's like, yes, I did. But I left his car in the kiddie pool, in the baby pool. I love how they call it a baby pool. I didn't know that was what we call them, baby pool. Yeah, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I can't say that without sounding real Southern. I can't. There's no way to (laughs) baby pool. I can't. I was like, baby pool. can't. (laughs) It's like one. It's not possible. There's not a second B. There's two syllables. Yeah. Two uh syllables. Yeah. (laughs) 
And Julia's like, you know, I'm glad you're going to be at Beaumont. I think you'll be a good influence on those people. Mm-hmm. And Anthony says, yeah, they may have been an influence on me, too. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He bought a golf outfit. Uh-uh. And he pulls it up and, like, holds it up. And he's like, what do y'all think? And Mary Jo's like, oh, it's you. Oh, my God. And but the hat is so cute, though. It is a cute hat. It's it looks a real cute good on hat him. I got a screenshot. Oh, good. I wanted to, too. And I was like, no, no. But I liked it. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, so, ooh, hey, that's a good segue into outfits. It is. Mm-hmm. What was yours? Um, that was actually my outfit. <gasps> oh, the one good. That he holds up. As the way he's like holding it up, that's my picture. Mm-hmm. It is this bright yellow polo shirt and plaid pants mm-hmm. and big straw hat. And yeah, the pants, the plaid, it's like red and like black maybe mm-hmm. or like a navy blue. A touch of yellow to complement the shirt. Oh my God, it's so it's, cute. I totally want him so to wear cool. it. <laughs> I know, right? That is like Get Out. That's like Lakeith Stanfield and Get Out. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Oh, I no. Wonder that's if scary. Jordan watched this episode. <laughs> that's got to be it. He was like, wait, we got to find a really white outfit <laughs> on a black man. This is it. Oh, my this God. Is that is funny. Um, uh, what was yours? Oh, what was mine? Mine? What, they were actually, I thought that everyone looked really kind of good and like streamlined for just especially for 1991 in this episode but i picked mm-hmm. julia's from the beginning that was a blue um okay it's like a it's a shirt and a skirt but one could call it almost like a wrap dress you know um yep. it's like uh, it's got like a big old lapel and um i wish i got i couldn't get <laughs> i couldn't get a screenshot because she's like sauntering in it um, the screenshot I got yeah. is when Rand is looking at, at her all annoying <laughs> and she just looks <laughs> smug. So I, I stuck with that one. Smug. But um, it just looked so nice. I thought everyone yeah. just kind of looked a good outfit. pretty good in this episode. Mm-hmm. So it was hard yeah. to make the decision. But it was. Um, I noticed a lot of that, like throughout. Yeah. I was like, oh, that might be it. That might be it. Like it was a good fashion episode. It was. And it wasn't as like over the top as it sometimes can be. Although, um, the older woman, I don't want to just say the old lady, but the lady who was older mm-hmm. at the club, the dress that she's wearing is, like, the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It's so ugly. Like, I, th- I may have to go get another green- screenshot because like, I thought Please about do. it at the time and I was like, that is horrible. I it's terrible. It. it is not good. It is so. No. It was just not. Nope. nope. I bet it was, like, Five hundred to a thousand dollars or something. Stupid, Probably. You know? I'm like, oh god. It's like um, um, uh, uh, what is that brand that Beyonce talks about? Oh, Givenchy. Givenchy mm-hmm. is the ugliest, most expensive clothing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. I don't understand. Like when I when I like when I heard in um in formation, she says like she's wearing her Givenchy, and I was like, let me look this up. I bet it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. And then whoa <laughs> i don't know what those shapes were it was they were the mm. ugliest clothing that would be like thousands of dollars for a shirt and i was like mm. what is this <laughs> what is this sorry for any fans of Givenchy out there um mm. but yeah so that's what i thought of with that lady <laughs> at the club i was like mm-hmm. too expensive too ugly nope. um yep. leslie where can people find us we are all over the internet. Mm-hmm. We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on Podbean and iTunes. Mm-hmm. 
We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to help us reach other listeners. And speaking of listeners, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. I didn't know that you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I didn't either. It just Next time happened. I will. I'll just, I'll just accept it. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll, we uh, we'll uh, talk to you next time. What, what yeah, do I say? What makes time. sense? to the podcast i don't know i know we're in season five but does talk to you make sense we are talking to people well we'll say we're talking to them okay we'll talk yeah, it makes more sense than like see you next time see you next time that's true we'll talk to you next yeah. time <laughs> bye, bye. Gotta pee. <laughs> I gotta wonder, pee. is there a gotta pee bit emoji like the gotta poop? There should be if there's not.